You're listening to A Step Forward, episode 26. Welcome to A Step Forward, a podcast for orientation and mobility specialists. I'm your host, Cassie Maloney. Orientation and mobility specialists are changing the way that people with visual impairments view themselves, view their world, and are able to travel in the most independent way possible. Join me every week for simple how-to strategies and inspiring conversations that will help you get from where you are to where you want to be. If you're ready, we're about to rock and roll. Let's take a step forward. I looked up from my phone and my son rode right by me on his bike in the middle of the street, because we were on a walk to one of our now favorite places, which we had never really been to before. And that's an open construction site where they are building a brand new neighborhood. My son looks at me and he says, mom, I love this. This is my favorite. And I realized in that moment, that was the first time that I had felt happiness all day. We've been on social distancing for a little bit longer than I think most of the people around us. And it's not easy. Dealing with everything going on right now is not easy in the least. And all day, I had been trying to work, trying to parent, trying to figure everything out and feeling very, very unsettled, very anxious, very worried. But when I got just a tiny whiff of that moment, I held onto it. And the next morning I sat down and I did my journaling. And then I was able to pull out this one tool that helped me get out of the worry, get out of the fear, get out of the anxiety, and actually start my day on the right foot so I didn't have to rely on a kid whizzing by me being happy for me to grab hold of any happiness. I could create it and cultivate it in myself and then share it with the people around me. In today's episode, I want to bring you something that we don't usually talk about on this podcast, and that is a way for you to bring yourself out of the lower level emotions and into higher level emotions. I'm going to be interviewing one of my really good friends, and she's also my personal life coach. Her name is Kristen Messagy, and she is a life coach for Enneagram Sixes. If you don't know what that means, don't worry about it. We'll explain it in the episode. And she is fantastic. What I'd love for you to walk away from this episode with is one tool, one idea and way for you to be able to help yourself feel happier. Even if it's just taking one step towards that. And in this episode, we kind of go into, is happiness a possibility right now? Does it exist right now? And if so, how can we get there? I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the show, Kristen. I'm so glad that you are here having somebody who is 
an expert in our thoughts and figuring out how to help ourselves through our thoughts is so imperative right now. I know a lot of our community members are just going through a lot of stuff. We have a lot of worry going on. We have a lot of anxiety. We have a lot of uncertainty right now. So I wanted to bring you on this podcast as my dear friend and as my personal life coach, because you and I have been through the ringer together and you've helped me develop the skills that I've had that have helped me to be able to kind of elevate my thinking a little bit and get out of the worry, the anxiety that I can personally just swirl on into. So welcome. I'd love for you to let our community know just a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is, you're right, it's just a perfect time for all communities to be learning new skills for how to manage our mind. It's kind of a crazy time in that really the truth is we can only ever be sure about what's going on in our minds, but now everybody is seeing that reality at one time. The reality that all the things we think we can control, we really can't, but we can control our minds. So that's what we're going to talk about. And it's just such a relief to know that's even possible. So thanks. I'm excited. It is. It is really possible. Before we dive into the how to do that, because you've helped me a lot with the formula and we'll get to that, the tangible information, but can you share how you help people? I've already explained in the intro that you're a life coach, but what does that mean? How did that all come about? So a lot of life coaches are trained to be kind of accountability coaches for behaviors and The way that I am trained and what I help people do is really look at their thinking and be able to actually manage their thinking in such a way that they get what they want out of their life. So a lot of times when our thinking is just happening and we're not paying attention to it, we don't even know that that is impacting what is going on in our life. We think we're just reacting to what is obviously happening in the world, but the truth is There's what's happening and everything we think about it is what matters and is what truly impacts our experience on a day-to-day basis. So that's what I help people do. I work at that thought level. And as you said, we'll talk about the formula, but what our thinking actually trickles down to be is our day-to-day experience. And we just can impact that in real ways. That's what I help people do with all different kinds of problems day in and day out. Right. And because to us, it doesn't feel like they're just thoughts. It feels like this is reality. And especially when it's everywhere, it's in every conversation. You can't call up your friend right now without it being the hot topic. And to many people and to much of the extent, it is valid that that's your perception. That is your reality. But we can also then make that reality how we feel. And for me, because I'm so emotionally driven, I make my decisions based on how I feel. I don't Mm -hmm. make my decisions necessarily based on what I think, because sometimes I can't even realize that, oh, I had a thought about that. I just, I feel a certain way. I feel fear and I make a move and I make a decision and I decide to do something And to me, that moment is so real 
that it would be even hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that someone's telling me that it's just a thought. You know what I mean? Well, the fact is there are facts. There is coronavirus. There are job closures. The stock market is the stock market. So people are getting sick, going to get sick. These things are happening. These are the facts of life. The work is to learn to separate the actual facts from the thinking. And just that skill alone can change a person's life because we think coronavirus equals whatever my thoughts about it are, but we know that's not true because it just is two seconds online to see that coronavirus is a thing and there's all these different ways to think about it. So I have my thoughts, you have your thoughts, everybody has their thoughts. So how is it possible that coronavirus equals a particular thought story when we know already there's so many different ones? Right. That's a really But good. what that means is not that we're supposed to think a certain way or that what we are thinking is invalid. And we'll get into that a little bit more, but my job is never to come in and say, oh, the way you're thinking about something is incorrect. You should be thinking this way. It's to explore and open up possibility. That's so true. And one thing that I thought of when you were talking is that for each of us, what we see is so personalized to us, especially if we open our phone and not a TV. My Instagram account is way different than my husband's Instagram account, than your Instagram account, than my other friend's Instagram account. I actually opened a new Instagram account and I was so surprised of what the algorithm is choosing for mm -hmm. me to consume right now because That's they're right. on completely different levels. So what, the information that you come across could be completely different than the information other people come across. That's exactly right. And the specific circumstances sort of underneath coronavirus are also going to be different for everyone. And those facts are real things. So for sure, this is not to ever discount things that are actually happening in the world. Okay, so let's get into this. Okay. Right now in the world, we are feeling all sorts of ways. We have a lot of anxiety. I know some of our community members have written in and shared what they are going through. And a lot of it surrounds uncertainty around their job, their job description, mm -hmm. and even possibly not having a job in the near future and what they are going to do. And one thing that um, working with you has really helped me to do is to get out of those situations in my head and to be able to look at them from a different perspective. So let me give you just like a metaphor that I've really clung to. So when we're thinking about, you know, all the news, all the stuff going on, and even our own thoughts, it's kind of like crabs in a bucket. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you or our community has heard what happens when a crab in a bucket tries to get out. All of the other crabs will pull it down. And if it keeps struggling to try to get out of that bucket, it will literally rip its limbs off. <laughs> and your work has helped to be like a ladder in the bucket. Mm -hmm. When I'm trying to get out of my own head, when I'm trying to see a different perspective and I'm trying to not be in worry, not be in fear and not be doing those things that 
come from those feelings, it's like having that ladder in that bucket. Yeah. And we can just start to take one step up, go up one rung, go up one rung, go up one rung until I can then in some situations be out of the bucket and have a completely different perspective. I can see the ocean. I can see the sand. I can see other things. And I'm not just only seeing the perspective of inside the bucket. And so that's kind of what I wanted to bring to our community and coming at it from a space of, can we get out of these emotions? Is that possible? And even see if we can reach to, is happiness a possibility right now? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is a possibility right now. I love the analogy. I think it's perfect. And I even want to add, you know, when you're in the bucket with all the crabs, just to even see the ladder exists is impactful because you're looking around, you're seeing everything you're seeing to even understand that, oh my gosh, there's a ladder that even can be just a moment of possibility. When we have a circumstance and a circumstance is anything out of our control. So in this case right now, the fact that we have a global pandemic is quite a bit out of our control. So that's our circumstance currently. But then we're going to have all these different thoughts about it. Now, our thoughts in any given moment are going to give us an emotion. So when we talk about being happy, that is a feeling that is created by our thinking. And in any given moment, we can have a thought that causes us to feel happy. Cass, give me one right now. What's an example? Well, yesterday I realized as my kids were riding their bikes in this open construction zone area where nobody's there, the streets are paved and they've got foundations down, but the sun was shining and my kid rode by and he was like, man, this is my favorite. In that moment, I was able to take a deep breath and think, I am so glad I get to spend this time with him. Right. So in that moment, everything swirling around, you were able to feel happy. Even right now, being able to do this podcast with you, I can just hear my kids upstairs playing together, right? They're handling this. That makes me feel happy right now. So it's not that I think we need to strive to feel happy all the time right now. In fact, striving to feel better is often something that causes us to feel much worse. So putting expectations on ourselves to feel happy or anything right now is actually going to be counterproductive. But is it possible? 100%. Absolutely. And the more we can inject moments of positive emotion, it just shifts our brain into not only feeling that positive emotion, but then we can use emotions to even come up with ideas of what to do, which gets into a little more of the model. And we'll talk about that more answering these specific questions. Well, that's like the top half of the model. It is. <laughs> can we go into what the model yeah. is? Mm -hmm. Like, even if you want to make it as tangible as like sitting down, what do the letters mean? Yeah. How do you do it? And then we'll get into specifics. So the model is the main coaching tool that I use with my clients. It was created by my mentor, Brooke Castillo, and it's just a way of kind of categorizing what happens in our brains in a way that is so incredibly useful. So we have the top of the model is our circumstance. 
as I mentioned, a circumstance is everything that's outside of our control. That's a lot of things. That's global pandemics. That's other people. That's what people say. It's our job situation. A lot of times it's just every single thing outside of our control. Those things cause us to have thoughts. Circumstances trigger thoughts. And we've got a lot of them, 60,000 a day or something like that. Thoughts trigger us to have emotions. And our emotions are what drive our actions. Every single thing we do and don't do is caused by an emotion. And those actions are what get us the results in our lives. And our results always prove our thoughts true. So having this model to actually help people break down what they're thinking and what effect that's having on them is life-changing. There's no limit to what you can do using the model. It sounds super simple. And sometimes we know the best tools are simple to understand. The magic is in the application. The magic is totally in the application. And I think it takes practice. So you guys, let me break this down for you a little bit more into like layman's terms. When you are doing work with the model, you sit down and Kristen can talk a little bit more about this, but what I like to do is just write down all the things that I'm thinking. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people do that with journaling and that's great. Like that is super great. Sometimes you can work yourself out of all the thoughts that you have, but sometimes you're just like stuck in there. You're like, okay, but all these things are true. So now what? Like life still sucks. Like I'm still going to lose my job. And so all your thoughts that you still have. So you can take one circumstance and you just write down on a piece of paper going F, is that right? For feeling, Mm -hmm. for action and R for result. Yep. That, if you can look at that and fill those out, that right there is your model for that one thought. That's right. Okay. Yeah. One thought, one feeling per model. Exactly. And a lot of times it feels like there's many. Yeah. Yeah. It's really taking a small snapshot of everything that's going on in your brain so that you can look at it and work with it. Right. Okay. So then let's go into the questions now Mm -hmm. and we can take them as you want to, to help us see how we can take this model Mm -hmm. process and we can start using it today. That sounds good. I'm going to let you just away. Okay. So the first question, this person says, I'm worried about my job. They've said that O&Ms only O&Ms, not the other 95% of my office, don't qualify for work at home, you think? And I can't work with anyone who is over the age of 65 who may have another health condition, which puts them at high-risk category, which this person's saying is basically everyone. So I'm having to take leave time, of which I just have a few days. I'm worried about paying my bills. It's just me. I have no one else to rely on. I'm scared. Now, the first thing is that, of course, this is scary. This story is incredibly scary. Any of us thinking this are going to feel scared. That just makes good sense. And so this is actually a pretty good thought download, too. We have a lot of thoughts. The circumstance is this person is going to have to take leave time. They don't have another source of income, I'm guessing, from the way this is written. So that is a circumstance. That's a real thing. 
And then so many thoughts here. I'm worried about my job. It's just me. I have no one else to rely on. I'm scared. Every single one of those thoughts is going to cause a feeling of fear, anxiety, angst, panic, all of that. So from those emotions, that action line, Cass, you can jump in here. What do you think an action line is going to look like when you're considering your job? Those are your thoughts and you're feeling scared, anxious, panicky. What do you think that's going to create from an action standpoint? Right. So for me, those feelings, one action I would take would be to not buy much at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I'm taking this too far, but, and then I would still, I would worry that I didn't have enough or I might stockpile. I mean, both of those, all three of those actions. So we might spend a lot of time online. You might be reading a lot of news. You might be getting into conversations that are furthering the story that this is terrible, that this is going to be bad, right? You might be taking actions to, you know, get supplies or whatever, but really for the most part, the actions are going to get you a result that is going to prove the thought that you're scared, that you're worried, that this isn't going to go well. And it's just going to be a cycle. Right? I'm thinking all these thoughts. Nothing is changing for me. I'm not be able to move forward at all. So when I look at this question, what I would do with this person is we would talk about creating an intentional model. Like what would it look like if we could just wiggle the thinking a little bit? And I usually start with, okay, given this, and you never get to change the circumstance. The circumstance stays the same because it's out of our control. We can't change it. So circumstance is the same. If you could pick any feeling in the whole catalog of feelings available to you, knowing that this is the circumstance, how would you want to feel? And Cass, play along, you know, your community. How do you think this person would just love to feel right now? I think that they would want to feel at peace. Peace, right. So, and if you did feel at peace, how might your actions look a little bit different? You might get offline, right? You might read a book. You might read a book. And this is where you have to go, okay, if I actually felt peaceful, knowing that right now, this person does not feel peaceful, right? So like my job as a coach is like, let's just go there together. Let's imagine this space where you actually feel peace. How would the action line look different? And you're going to start seeing a different set of behaviors. If I feel peaceful... I don't, I'm not scraping for every latest piece of news, right? If I feel peaceful, I might be like, huh, what can I get done today? What might I like to do today? You start asking yourself questions from a different mindset, one that you feel peaceful. So then if we decide we like the emotion of peaceful to get different actions, say, okay, what could you think to feel peaceful? And we kind of do that work. We might decide that peaceful isn't really what we want here because this person needs some different results, right? This person might actually need some money. This person might need a plan. So we work with the model to just get different results. And in this case, there's a lot of questions available to this person that they just can't access right now. Things like, are there any programs for people like me who are out of work during this time, right? Right. Like, what can I do 
to prepare for when I'm going back to work? Is there a way I could set myself up to be even more effective once I'm back in, not the office, but wherever? Anyway, we just start to open up a mindset of what is possible here. When we're in the emotions of anxiety and panic and all of that, we just can't see what is possible. There may be things possible here that given the right questions, this person can totally find. And regardless, it is possible to feel differently without the circumstance changing at all. Yeah. Taking what you just said, Mm -hmm. the way that I do this when I get back to like what this actually looks like, you know, and in real life, what my actions are when I'm sat down, I wrote the first model and then I write another set of lines. The C stays the same. So I don't need to do that. I just do T. And then for me personally, I like to not just do the next line. I like to leave a few lines. It's just my own personal preference that I've learned to do. And then I do F and then I leave a couple lines and then I do an A and an R because for me, I need to play with, okay, how do I want to feel? If I want to feel, let's go with peaceful first, like you're reaching for peaceful. And then, like you said, I try to think about what thoughts make me feel peaceful. Yeah. One thing you've helped me really do is sit down and actually feel the feeling when I think that thought. So me just saying, I feel peaceful, doesn't actually bring me any peace. That's right. Then my brain is like, that's BS. That's right. Still crashing down. So I have to think of bridge thoughts, which we can get into in just a second, because I think that those are going to be our linchpin habit that our people can take and really run with it because our brains might be like, uh, this is too much. Like it's just too much of a leap sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I like to just play with, okay, if I write this thought down, how does that actually make me feel? If I write this thought down, how does that actually make me feel? And it's kind of like putting a puzzle together because you and I have worked with like some personal things that I've gone through where I wanted to feel happy at like 8 p.m. And I was so mad at myself that I wasn't happy at 8 p.m. Right. And I learned that maybe the expectation, maybe I can change the expectation of the feeling. And I don't need to be happy at 8 p.m. I'm allowed to feel tired. Yeah, I have a personal rule to never evaluate my life after 6 (laughs) p.m. Just don't do it. That's great. Yeah. So sitting down and actually writing those out and coming up with something tangible that we can think, right? Say to ourselves over and over and over again. I agree with you. But also, this concept of the feelings driving the actions Mm -hmm. is so key and something you really have to, if you haven't done this work yet, you kind of just have to buy into that. And you can ask yourself these questions. Okay, when I'm feeling fear, what do I do? Okay, when I'm calm, what do I do? Like really start to ask yourself to build that belief that what if my feelings do drive my actions? And I need to be doing some different things here. Because a lot of times when people are kind of spinning out, they actually know what they could do differently, but they don't know how to 
get themselves to do those things, right? So like what you're saying, it is a whole puzzle. And sometimes we need to just, or we can just change a thought so that we feel better. And sometimes there's some action that needs to be taken. And how do we get ourselves to do what we know we need to do? Like get off Facebook, stop looking at news articles, stop being in comment threads or, you know, continue to tell the same stories. Right. Because sometimes just getting out of that allows for a different thought and feeling space. But how do you stop? So it is the whole puzzle. Yeah. Also, how do you stop? How do you stop? Well, what I've been coaching my clients on lately is really deciding ahead of time. Because what a lot of this is, is super reactionary, right? This thing is happening and all our thoughts are just reactionary to the thing. Reactionary thoughts cause panic, fear, anxiety, all these things. So you're not going to get off Facebook when you look at that action line. Get off Facebook. What feeling for you would drive that action? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I've never really thought about the model in this way. Mm -hmm. I've thought about it from like the result. Like what result do I want? I've thought about it from the feeling, Mm -hmm. but not the action. Oh, girl, this is good. So if you look at your model and you're in an action line, get off Facebook, stop reading the news. Yeah. How do you think, and it's going to be different for everyone. Again, it is a puzzle. How would you be feeling to just not do it? Yeah. So what we're doing now is we're kind of like backtracking. Yeah. Putting ourselves in that moment where I already feel. That's right. The thing that would make me do the thing. Like Mm -hmm. you feel sweaty, you take a shower you know? Mm -hmm. So I think I would be feeling discontent with my rising anxiety. Okay. Is that too complex? No, no. But I think something, I mean, I'm kind of asking you in a complex way. So (laughs) I feel really complex in my life right now. So I think we all do. I think we all do. But something like determined. Determined. Yeah. Okay. Determined, focused, yeah, something like that is going to allow for the action to actually back away from this crazy thought storm that everybody's having. So then we ask, what thoughts could get me a feeling of determined, focused, motivated, mm-hmm. which would actually drive this action of getting out of where we don't want to be and maybe into some behaviors that are useful for us. And so some thoughts could be, I know what I need to do today. This is when a lot of my clients are working with, right? Coming to very present time orientation. I know what I need to do today. Or one that happened just yesterday, a client was like, bring it in. This is her thought right now. Her attention wants to go all over the place. Mm -hmm. So she's all into Facebook. She's honest. But when she thinks, bring it in, she has this feeling of calm centeredness and her action line is focused on herself right now in positive ways, focused on her kids, focused on what she can control and her results are that she's working within her center of control. Yeah. So a thought that came to my mind when you were talking is I don't need this right now. Exactly. There's a perfect example. If you really think that thought and can grab it. Yeah. I don't need this right now. How do you feel? Yeah. Like then I feel, I think, you know what, for me, I would feel a little bit more in control. 
when yes. I'm searching for news, like we don't have a TV in yeah. the normal sense in our house. There's nobody else. There's no like external, like I'm just going to come into it anymore because yeah. I'm no longer out in the world where there are TVs. So it's all, me. it's all my decision about when I am going to engage with this. And I choose to engage with it when I feel disconnected or out of control. Which is such a pervasive emotion right now. Yeah. Out of control. And our brains hate that feeling. Our brains hate feeling uncertain. They hate feeling out of control. So we think we're looking on Facebook, we're looking at the news to get answers Mm -hmm. because our brain is also seeking the danger. But that's just a thought storm that keeps us spun up. It's not solving any of what we're looking at for ourselves whatsoever. And the thing that we can do that we do have control over to solve this is to help ourselves be able to get out of our own way That's and right. start taking the actions that will get us the results that we need and want in our lives. That right. So an example, I have a client right now who's trying to get her teaching degree and graduations have been ceased. Right. Her teaching hours got cut by weeks. Yeah. So what's going to happen? She had a very specific plan, right? Get the degree, get the job, move out of the house. Like she knew exactly what she was going to do. And now all of that is up in the air. So our work was to look at the fact that yes, those things are canceled for now. You don't have the answers. And if you're feeling in control, determined, focused, what would you do? There was this whole long list of actions and things that she could do, including things that were sort of experimental to help get, she's working with a special needs population. So there's certain data that she's supposed to get from these students for their movement. She was able to come up with creative ways to go about getting that data instead of her brain saying, well, what we do doesn't work. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Her thought was, what can I do? And suddenly ideas came to her head. We didn't change the fact that we don't have any idea when she's getting her degree, but she's able to take positive action so that when we do know, she's ready. She's there. And she feels better the whole way, right? She feels better now because when we're worried about everything in the future, we bring the emotion of the future into the present. So when we're preparing, we bring the emotion of preparedness and okayness into the present. And that's what we want right now is to feel better now. I think that is exactly what we want right now. I just have to thank you so much for your time and for helping us. This is such a new world. It's such a crazy experiment and it's completely uncharted having people to guide us like you has been such a lifesaver for myself and hopefully for our community. So as we wrap up, I would love to hear from you. Last two questions. One is where can people find out more about you? And then we will ask our wrap up question at the very end. Okay. So you can find me at kristenmessagey.com. Will you have how to spell my name? Yeah, I'll put that in. <laughs> kristenmessagey.com on your part right there 
I work specifically in the Enneagram. It's kind of having a moment right now. A lot of people may have heard of it. It's sort of a personality, I don't know, how would you describe it? A personality descriptor similar to Myers-Briggs and that kind of thing. I work specifically in that framework with people who experience a lot of indecision, anxiety. Really, what people are all dealing with right now is kind of exactly who I work with. So you can find me at my website. I'm all over Facebook, just Kristen Messagey, Kristen Messagey Coaching on Instagram. I will have to say, I love the Enneagram, but my personality is nowhere near. They're in numbers, you guys. So just, yeah, one through nine. Yeah. And I'm like a triad of one, two, and three. And your group is specifically for Enneagram six. And I'm not a six, and that's cool. But I get so much value because the right. way that you provide quick, tangible information that's current. And that's exactly what I need right now. I don't want to sit down necessarily and, you know, watch 10 hours of videos to try to fix my life. I need something in like a few minutes that's from right. a nice person. And that helps immensely because we're all going through this together. So I will link that in the show notes. And my last parting question that we ask everybody. So the whole point of this whole podcast is based on the premise that in order to make progress, you don't have to take huge leaps every day. Like it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? You have to do to make progress is take a step forward. Just one simple step forward. So I'd love to hear from you. I think we talked about it already. When we are searching for better feeling thoughts, better feeling feelings to create better actions and better results in our lives, what is one thing that we can do just to take a step forward today? Just simply ask yourself some better questions. What can I create today? How can I contribute today? Instead of consuming, you just want to ask your brain, direct your brain towards creativity, contribution. Your brain has the answers for what you need to do to get through this time. You just can ask it. So how can I contribute? How can I show up? Who do I want to be right now? You get to decide that ahead of time with everything swirling around. So just directing your brain towards creation, contribution, What is possible? And your brain will give you the answers. That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on this. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right. Bye, y'all. Talk soon. Well, isn't that absolutely amazing? I hope you were able to take something from the interview with Kristen and use it and apply it today. And I want to also let you know one last thing before we take off for this week. One of my action items that I realized, if I do this, it takes me out of my worry and my fear, and it puts me in a place of abundance, and that is giving back. So what we at the team at Allied Independence have decided to do is actually host a very nonchalant fundraiser. We are going to be giving 100% of the proceeds of one of our digital products to an organization the organization No Kid Hungry. No Kid Hungry provides money and funds to schools around the United States so that they can continue serving lunches to 
students who are underprivileged and are now out of school and therefore couldn't, can't get school lunch. We've curated four of the best orientation and mobility online symposium presentations, and we've offered that as a simple, small digital product. It also comes with five and a half CEUs, which is ooh, amazing, right? And we are going to be donating 100% of the proceeds to the organization No Kid Hungry. I just wanted to let you know that the information is on our website, alliedindependenceonline.com. If you just go to the 2019 programs tab, it's right there and you can click on it and find out more about the situation. It's just a way for us to feel more abundant. It's what we can give. It's what we can do to help serve the underprivileged people in our community right now. So we decided to go ahead and do that and offer everything that we can to the kids yeah because that makes me feel abundant and hopefully that will help you feel abundant as well the other thing that you should know is that i will personally be donating the same amount so i'll be matching it on a daily basis so every morning well as soon as i log in i'm just transferring the money whatever we raised from that product everything that gets matched from allied independence i'm also personally matching it to send it over to the kids. It's very nonchalant. I'm not really going to be advertising this, but since you're part of the podcast, I wanted to let you know that that is a way that you can get your CEUs and maybe that can be an action item in your model to help you start to take yourself out of the worry and the fear and the lack and scarcity and step a little bit more into the abundance. All right, my friend, I will see you very soon.